On our program today, we have uh, Joel Kinsel. He's the executive director of the Oklahoma Department of Veterans Affairs. Joel, thanks for coming today. Thank you. And we also have uh, Tommy Howell with us, who's with our local uh, veterans group. So, Tommy, thank you for coming in today. Yes, sir. So we've got uh, quite a bit of ground to cover this morning. And, uh, Joel, just talk a little bit about what you do uh, with the Department of Veterans Affairs because uh, we were just talking before the show that uh, – Grady County is the largest, one of the largest populations for military yes. veterans in Oklahoma, right? Yes, absolutely. Well, so uh, as the executive director, it is my privilege to support and care for the approximately 300,000 uh, Oklahoma veterans that we have. And, you know, it's the greatest honor of my life to be able to serve my fellow brothers and sisters that have served uh, our country and our state. Right. And you served? I did. I'm an Iraq War veteran. I'm currently a lieutenant colonel in the Oklahoma Air National Guard at the 137th Special Operations Wing. So uh, still involved, obviously, uh, with the military and your brothers yes. and sisters. So, yes. So uh, very good. And Tommy, just to remind folks what you have been doing, uh, what you, your service uh, uh, career and uh, what you've been doing uh, locally with the uh, with the veterans? Well, I'm just a member of most all of the veterans organizations, the VFW and the DAV and American Legion and the uh, uh, Marine Corps League. But uh, what I'm here is I'm Grady County, 17, of the DAV, I'm the adjutant. And we have our little office over here at the old uh, police station at 101 North 6th Street. And we're gonna be open on uh, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. And we have service officers there from the Oklahoma Department of Veterans Affairs on Wednesdays and Fridays. And we're open from 9 o'clock to about 3 o'clock. And uh, we're going to talk a bit about a program that uh, the local group is going to be doing here in a little bit. Yes, uh, we, are, the, we're, we are working with the Oklahoma uh, Veterans Council. We are working with the Comanche Veterans Council. And we're going to start a Grady County Veterans Council. And we will be having a meeting for that. It's going to be a dinner for the veterans, veterans organizations. Uh, veteran businesses, uh, if you have a veteran working for you, we'd like to have you come down because we want to get more information out to the communities on the scholarships and what the veterans organizations can do for the community of Chickasha. I guess sometimes when we, we say veterans, we think of the older veterans, Correct. but uh, we don't necessarily think about uh, the men and women that may, maybe have just served uh, three or four years and then decided to... Yes. Uh, have another career after that. Absolutely. And uh, the, again, there are 300,000 of us in Oklahoma. It's a very large community. And when you think about, you know, the parents and the children and the spouses and, you know, you're, you're touching, you know, approximately a million Oklahomans. And uh, just a lot of programs for uh, veterans and uh, uh, spouses uh, to take advantage of, and especially spouses of deceased veterans. Yes. Um, that uh, they can take advantage of. Well, and the thing that we're really excited about at this point is Oklahoma is now number one in uh, among the 50 states for the per capita federal benefits that are provided to our disabled Oklahoma veterans. And that represents about $2.4 billion, and that's billion with a B, uh, dollars in direct assistance to Oklahoma veterans. But there are still more that qualify that probably need to get their applications in so they can take advantage of that. That is correct. We think there's approximately 50,000 additional uh, Oklahoma veterans that would be eligible for disability compensation. And can they get a hold of their local group like uh, Tommy's group here in Chickasha or yes. maybe in Edadarko or Marlowe or 
Lawton or absolutely uh, I would encourage anyone who's interested in that to come here locally and visit with Tommy about that and he'll know the details of how to connect them right and um we work you the local group works with the uh, workforce oklahoma office alan yes. jacobson yes uh, talk about what he does uh, for veterans okay he is one of the uh, how many i'll have to ask you how many service officers do we have going to each county well we have 38 across the state okay and what i was going to say we have on the website you can find out when a a oklahoma department of veterans affairs service officer will be in their area in any county and in any major city and they will be able to they can use the computer pull you up on the computer and do all the paperwork right there on the computer and it may take an hour if you don't have all your information it may take 30 minutes so it it, it would be beneficial if the spouses would tell the veteran to go and see what they could receive because they earned it. They, it's not begging for any help. That's right. It's what you earned while you were in the service. Yeah, it's not not welfare. You know, I've encountered veterans that are concerned that they're taking welfare. This is not welfare. This is compensation for your service in the military. As long as you've had an honorable or medical discharge. That's for the correct. Most part, right. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. All right. Uh, so a couple things that uh, wanted me to contact you, Joel, to come in is uh, uh, I've got a news release recently about uh, veterans who uh, may be uh, disabled and may want to consider living in one of the seven veterans' uh, homes. That, that's correct, state. yes. So we feel like this is the best-kept secret in the Oklahoma veterans community. And basically, the bottom line is if you're 70% or higher in your service-connected disability, you can live in one of our seven veteran centers completely free of charge. And what I mean by that is your medicines are paid for. Uh, there's no spin-down requirement like you would encounter in a, a typical long-term care situation with Medicare or Medicaid, where basically your entire life's savings has to be dissipated before you know they'll take care of you. It does not work like that in this situation. If you're 70% or higher, you can come live with us, and there's no spin-down requirement. And there are some local centers. Yes. Uh, I guess uh, Lawton is the closest Lawton one. Lawton is the closest. one in Clinton and Ardmore. Clinton, Kind of in Ardmore. this region. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's right, and one at Sulphur. And, of course, uh, further away, you have Tallahena and Claremore and Norman as well. Uh, also, we are building a state-of-the-art, brand-new facility in Salisaw, and, of course, uh, that, that will be the Tallahena Center moving, essentially moving up to Salisaw. Oh, wow. And we anticipate that opening the summer of 2023. But the thing I like to tell everyone is, you know, at least for a little while, that will be the premier state-of-the-art veterans home in the entire country. And that's something we're very proud of, and we're looking forward to that. How many beds? 175. So that would be the largest then? Uh, oh, no. No, the largest is Claremore at 302, wow. and uh, Norman is 301. So we, we've got some big ones. No doubt. Uh, and uh, there are some openings? Uh, yes. Currently? There are. So be because of COVID, we had to close admissions for nearly a year. So we're at a point where our census is probably the lowest it's just about ever been in our history. And so right now is a unique time and opportunity for our, our neediest veterans to come into the centers and have a bed. And that that's what we're doing is trying to connect with the 70% and above to make sure they're aware of this. 
And in Oklahoma, there are about 53,000 veterans that are 70% service-connected or higher. Now, obviously, not all of them are going to need long-term care at this point in their lives, but some of them will. And we have a, a total capacity of 1,423 beds. So if you know of a veteran that would need this or could benefit from this, please get in touch with us at oklahoma.gov forward slash veterans, and there will be a link there to, to our homes. Also, maybe you're a vet and maybe you don't want any long-term care immediately, but you might be thinking about it yes. maybe five, ten years down the road. It yes. wouldn't hurt to go ahead and inquire about that and maybe maybe get on a waiting list. Well, so that's important. We do have a waiting list, and I would encourage anyone that is thinking about this and you know, in anticipating this at any point in the near future, go ahead and get on that waiting list because it will make entrance into the facility of your choice more efficient and faster at the time you actually need it. So you'd have a choice of what uh, veterans home you'd like to stay Potentially in? you would, mm -hmm. yes. All right. Uh, and are there some requirements? I mean, do they have to stay there? Could they go home to their relatives at any time and stay as long as they want or anything like that? Well, so the, the federal VA, which of course regulates what we do, uh, has a process where you, you can do some visitation at home. Now, it's not unlimited. They do have some rules about that. But it's your home, and you're allowed to come and go as, as you would like to, to do. And your family and your friends can come and visit you as well. It, it is not a situation where you're locked up. Right. It's, it's your home. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, there's uh, We just heard this week, too, uh, there's uh, some legislation uh, moving about the state capitol uh, for – 100% disabled veterans. And let's talk about, this is Senate Bill 1177. Yes. So to uh, give just a little bit of background on this, currently the law permits 100% disabled veterans to have a sales tax exemption of $25,000 per year. And what has happened historically is uh, the people that are eligible for this have been issued a paper card that says your name and you know denotes that you're eligible for this. And what has happened over time is as veterans have passed away, that card has found its way to other people who are not eligible for the benefit, yet they continue to use it. And there's a fair amount of fraud that goes on. And this hits our rural counties particularly hard, you know, because, you know, $50,000, $100,000 is a lot of money to a county budget. And so what we're trying to do is get rid of that fraud, eliminate that fraud, and basically the way this would work is on the face of your uh, driver's license or your state ID, it would denote that you're 100% disabled, probably next to the flag that mm -hmm. also is there uh, denoting that you're, you're a veteran. And so the, the thought there is that you would just present your driver's license to the retailer to be able to receive the benefit, and we would eliminate the non-veterans who are mm -hmm using this and should not be right and once that veteran uh, doesn't have a driver's license or that state id then yes. no, no one else could use it well that's right and there's already a system in place through the department of public safety where every few years you know they check if you've passed away or moved out of state they you know take you off the list so there's there's kind of a natural uh paradigm in place already to take care of this and eliminate potential fraud what are, what else uh, does your office uh, provide for our for veterans well another thing i'd like to talk about today which i'm excited about is our women's veterans program and that's led by lisa musset uh, at this uh, point in oklahoma's history we have about thirty thousand female veterans in oklahoma 
and we're very proud of that, and we're excited about this new program to serve them specifically and focus on their needs and interests. And uh, like I said, Lisa Musset is the the manager of that and is, is doing a very good job with that. All right. So, again, reach out to the State Department of Veterans Affairs office uh, for information uh, about that. Uh, one other thing I'd like to talk about as well is uh, the Oklahoma Department of Veterans Affairs will be opening its first state veteran cemetery in ardmore and the the date we have at this time is april 8th friday april 8th uh to to do that grand opening and uh we're really excited about something special that's developing there we became aware just a a couple months ago that a a young man named billy turner uh, seaman first class billy turner uh, was the first world war ii casualty in ardmore and in uh, carter county he was aboard the USS Oklahoma on December 7th, 1941, and he's one of our boys that didn't get out. And he was also one of the sailors that we could not identify the remains until just recently through DNA technology. But they have identified his remains, and they're returning them to his family in the Ardmore area, and he will be our first burial at the new State Veteran Cemetery. How would they go about if they're interested in the Ardmore well, of location. course, we would like them to come for the grand opening sure. on the 8th, yes. and it's co-located with the Ardmore Veterans Center uh, there, there in Ardmore. And then if, if the fam- a family, a veteran's family, has a need to actually uh, have a, a burial there, mm-hmm. they would just go to our website at oklahoma.gov forward slash veterans. And there'll be a link there that would take them to the appropriate place to make those arrangements. Right. Tommy, the, the Chickasha Center has been uh, been open for three or four years now, I guess. Is that about oh, right? No, it's, it, it's uh, six well, years. Well, I mean over across the street. Has it been six years? It, well, no, okay. over across the street. You're yeah. correct on that. Okay. We, we have been operating through the uh, Canadian Valley School. We had an office out there for okay. about three years, and then we worked with uh, the city, and to save some money for the city, they let us come into that building instead of having to spend the money to tear it all down. And so now then we are keeping... You had a, several volunteers that we, spent a lot of sweat equity yes, over there, cleaning yes. and polishing brass and yes. remodeling. And it is, it's, it's a very well working office now. Mm-hmm. And we've got the VFW, they're coming in now, and we're working together. And that's why we were wanting to make this Grady County Veteran Council so we can get the businesses to know that there are scholarships that come out of the VFW. There's scholarships that come out of the American Legion. There's scholarships, scholarships that come out of the uh, disabled American veterans too. And people don't know this. And that's why we want to get the schools more involved in it and, and let the community know that there's a lot of things, the opportunities that you have knowing the people to get in contact with to receive something out of it. Because it's not that hard. They have plans like on scholarships just just the vfw you could win up to about twenty thousand dollars in school scholarships that doesn't have to be designated to a school it comes to you to help you so if you want to blow the money and and you know i'm i'm (laughs) I'm up front if you want to blow the money and lose your ability to go to school that's your problem but you have the opportunity and you don't have to be a vietnam veteran or a Afghan veteran to be there to get that scholarship. All we do is take the paperwork to the schools, the schools give it to the children, 
they make the uh, uh, a little CD of whatever it's what you believe freedom is or whatever the the uh, theme is for that year and then it goes from from Chickasha it will go to what they call a district you can win say five hundred dollars here in Chickasha then you go to the district which will be Lawton and Altus kids and then if you win there you're winning fifteen hundred dollars if you go to the state and you win the state, you can win, you know, another five thousand to ten thousand dollars. Then, if you go to the national level, then you're looking at twenty-five thousand dollars for scholarships, and that is all available right here in Chickasha. And uh, so, students could you get with their school counselor? I guess yes. Uh, yes. to get information about that, is it just uh, like high school seniors and juniors? No, it probably? goes down that you have a voice right. of democracy for the say the middle school, and all the way you can go every year. And if I may, I, I'd like to add something about how important it is uh, for Grady County to put together a Veterans Council. And I've, I've had the perspective on this, you know, at the state level with the, the Oklahoma Veterans Council with Pete Peterson. And I'm telling you, the idea of all the veterans organizations coming together and working with the community has been so beneficial in Oklahoma. This is something that seems to be fairly unique to Oklahoma. Uh, in terms of how well we're able to work together as a family and as a team of veterans. And I just want to say I'm very proud of that, and I'm very excited to hear that Grady County is working on putting something like that together here in the, here in the county. We just heard this week about a veteran, veteran that's wanting to open up a business um, in Chickasha, and uh, he's pretty excited about, uh, you know, he's had a long military uh, career with the Army and the Air Force, and uh, now he's uh, retired from that. He's got another job. Right now, but uh, his longtime dream was to open up a little store, and uh, he they wanted to break town in Oklahoma City initially, is what he's told. He's told everybody, but uh, they found Chickasha and thought it was a great location, and he found a building, and here in probably 30, 60 days is going to be uh, opening up a new business. So we're really excited about that. Well, I love to hear that because as a group, veterans tend to be very entrepreneurial. And again, this is why it's so important that we get rid of the last bit of income tax on military retirements so we can continue to attract military retirees into Oklahoma. They're, they're entrepreneurs. They're solid citizens. They tend to start second careers, and they will pay state income tax on that second career. So the state doesn't lose any money and actually generates revenue through doing that. Right. Uh, got a couple local restaurants, Josh Woods and Zach Gregory with the uh, Urban and A&E Grill and uh, – you know they've done very very well. Yes, and uh, we're 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 proud as heck of them, no doubt about that. Absolutely. Could I make mention when we were on this? Uh, we call it dead time uh, because of the COVID. We still had the uh, restaurants here in Chickasha, and we once a month we would either go to the police force or the the uh, sheriffs, fire departments. Every month we would feed out of the the veterans organizations we would feed the department people mm -hmm. that were working and these restaurants that are owned by veterans helped us out and the businesses helped us out too and uh, you mentioned it uh, looks like we're finally getting over the pandemic after a couple of years and uh Used to a couple times a year, you'd have a little fellowship over at the headquarters. Oh yes, uh, with yes. the ladies from OHCE. Yes, and oh, uh, yes. looking forward to maybe getting that started maybe again yes. this summer. We, we will, and we've already got the plan started. We've just got to wait for the time to get here to do it. Right.
Yeah, looking forward to some uh, some homemade ice cream. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well, let it, wait, wait, it gets a little bit warmer maybe for that. So, all right. Uh, Joel, anything else you'd like to add this morning? We've covered a lot of ground, but um, just numerous information available out there to help uh, veterans and their families. Uh, one other thing I'd like to mention is the fact that if you work for ODVA, we have an opportunity for you to uh, basically receive additional schooling or training to improve your uh, medical credential. So in other words, if you're a PCA, you know, a nurse's aide, and you want to become an LPN or something along those lines, there is a path to do that through employment with ODVA. And we'd very much like to welcome you to our mission. Uh, you know, our, our motto is called to serve because we feel like we're called to serve veterans. And we would like to invite anyone who feels called to serve veterans to join us and be a part of that and improve their own situation through through more education. Tommy, just again, a reminder of the yes. uh, council uh, meeting, organizational meeting that's coming up in a couple of weeks. Yes. Uh, okay, on the 25th to 6.30, if you're a veteran and you like pizza and you like BJ's Pizza, we're going to have a dinner, and it will be at the Canadian Valley School, and you're going to be welcome. And what we want to do is just try to get some people that will help us get the information out to all of the Grady County area that we will be here to help veterans and their families and their dependents and have one place where all the organizations can have a have their information there to give out. Absolutely. So one final parting shot here. Uh, we've got one other thing that we're developing that is just now getting off the ground, and it's called OK Step. And what that is is a transition program to connect with people that are coming off of active duty and uh, potentially would be interested in staying in Oklahoma or coming back to Oklahoma. And so this would provide seamless services in terms of helping them uh, connect with the different things, the different resources that are available in Oklahoma, and if nothing else, just making them aware of how veteran-friendly we are and what a great state Oklahoma is for veterans. Also, we'll take some time to remind folks about uh, the two uh, programs that uh, we have at the Grady County Veterans Memorial. Uh, every year. Yeah. Vet, uh, Memorial Day is always a, a great program. And then, of course, the one on Veterans Day mm -hmm. as well. Have some guest speakers out there. And uh, kudos out there to Sherry Lewis and all the folks who uh, who put that together. So uh, I'm sure we'll see you out there, Tommy. Yes. So, <laughs> All right. Uh, Tommy Howell with us this morning as well as uh, Joel Kinsel, the director of the Oklahoma Department of Veterans Affairs on our program today.